Good morning. I hope you all slept well. This morning I'll be guiding us in mindfulness of breathing. I'll say just a few words before we begin. Maybe one of them is to be gentle with your body. Take care. No need to really harm ourselves. There's so many little support cushions out there in the vestibule. You're welcome to just work with it to find a way that can be supportive as well as there are chairs too so just an encouragement to as we begin this retreat together to take care of the body and then Maybe I'll say why we're starting with the breath. It's partly because many of us have experience with this. It's often a traditional place where we start. Doesn't mean it's the absolute best for everybody. But an encouragement to give it a try if you haven't. Maybe we'll start with taking a posture that is straight but not stiff, upright, has some relaxation and ease, as well as some alertness. Sometimes I like to start with some long, slow, deep breaths. Kind of connecting with the obvious movements associated with bigger breaths. And noticing how with a bigger inhale and exhale, there can be a little bit of ease or letting go or relaxation, settle. You can start by scanning the body and see if there are places of obvious holding or tightness. the face, around the eyes or the jaw, the shoulders, letting them be away from the ears, the belly, letting that relax. And then connecting with our sitting base, feeling the stability, the groundedness, where the body meets the chair, the cushion, the mat, and feeling the stableness of that. And then just becoming aware of the body as a whole, sitting. To sit and know you're sitting.
And then bring in attention to the sensations associated with breathing. Might be the movement in the chest. Might be movement in the belly region. It might be the feeling of air going in and out of the nose. We just connect with one of those areas and feeling, tuning into, becoming sensitive to the sensations associated with breathing. For some people, if for example they have a history of asthma or some breathing related illness perhaps, paying attention to the sensations of breathing is not easeful. If that's the case, a number of things you can do, but for this meditation, Maybe work with the sounds. Just open the awareness to sounds. For everybody else, just tuning in to the experience of an inhale How does it feel to breathe in? What does it feel like to have an exhale? What about the transitions between inhales and exhales? What do they feel like? Just tuning into the sensations of breathing.
tuning into the perhaps experience of stretching and then the release of the stretch as the body feels with air. When you've noticed the mind has wandered off in thought, as it's apt to do, it's enough to just have noticed. No need to make a big deal about it. Just very simply, gently begin again with the sensations of breathing.
then notice if there is any pleasant experiences or some uplift of the heart. Maybe a little bit of letting go at the end of an exhale. Maybe the beauty of sitting in community. Maybe the beauty of the calmness and the quiet. Even if internally there might be some busyness, we're sharing some quiet together. Something beautiful about that. Of course, there's more than just the breath and pleasant or beautiful experiences. Much more going on. And it's not that they're unimportant or meaningless. It's that right now we're choosing to place our attention on the sensations of breathing and also allowing us to sort of tune in to some of some uplift or beauty or pleasant experience. And for now, we're just going to allow the other experiences to be in the background.
It absolutely doesn't matter how many times you begin again with the sensations of breathing. We just very simply, gently begin again. And also maybe tuning into any pleasantness or maybe any delight. This may be a really subtle part of the experience without denying everything else, but tuning in as a way to allow the pleasantness or the delight to get established. Maybe the key word is allow. Trying to force, we're not trying to force anything. And if everything is just simply not okay, is there a way that you can be okay with it not being okay?
Maybe there's a feeling of interest. What's happening? Calmness. Warm-heartedness. Maybe the happiness of knowing you don't need to be anywhere else doing anything else. Or just here, at this moment. And just lightly allowing the mind to rest and enjoy. as best we can. Perfectly fine if you're the first morning in the retreat, the body and the mind are protesting. Perfectly fine. But if there is some ease, if there is some appreciation, warm-heartedness, allowing that to be experienced. Also, So if I could summarize the instructions this morning, it's to rest the attention on the breath. We're using the breath as an anchor. Unless, for whatever reason, the breath isn't a good anchor for you, then you can do hearing. And when the mind wanders, we just very simply come back to the sensations of breathing in a gentle, relaxed way. And at the same time, noticing if there's any ease or pleasantness, warm-heartedness, and allowing that to express itself and for the mind and body to tune into that. And it's perfectly fine if this maybe is just a tiny bit of your experience or maybe sometimes you just feel like I got to get out of here. I don't know what she's talking about. That's okay too. You're allowed to have whatever experience you're having. Just an encouragement, if there is something there, to tune in. Because there's this way and we can use this sense of pleasantness, well-being, happiness as a leavening agent, you might say. As a, otherwise our practice might feel like it's a little bit dreary or too much of a grind. This can be a really integral part of practice. And now I'll turn it over to Nikki, who will give us some instructions on walking, which is what we'll do next. Thank you, Diana, for very thoughtful and thorough instructions this morning. Mm. Good morning. What a beautiful morning to be here at IRC. What a gorgeous day. So, as you have noticed, there are 
sitting periods and walking periods on the schedule. So there is walking practice. And if you've already practiced, if you've already sat retreats in this tradition, you might know about walking meditation. And um, oh yeah, you know what I'm going to turn. All right, let's try that. How's that better? Okay, great. Thank you. So, so walking meditation. Walking meditation is an important part of this practice. It's an integral part of of the ripening of this practice. And for some of us, actually might take a while to connect with walking practice. I know that when I was a beginning practitioner years ago, I thought sitting is where it's at. Walking, I don't know what they're talking about, this walking meditation thing. To me, all those periods were recess. Yeah, I'm going to go walk around. Yeah, make myself tea. Yeah, walking. I don't know. What's this walking? It took me a little while to really connect with the walking meditation. And the way I connected with it is, is on, on a retreat. I remember teacher talking about it and inviting to really give my heart to it, to experiment and talking about how, really espousing how walking meditation deepens sitting meditation. They really go hand in hand. So I thought, okay, what do I have to lose? I'm going to give my heart to it. I'm really going to do this walking thing instead of going for a walk. I'm going to really do the walking meditation formally, connect with it, give my heart to it. And I was amazed when I came back to sit after doing a formal formal walking meditation. My mind was so much available to to settle. It makes sense, though. Think about it. If your mind can settle even a little bit when you're walking, because there's so much happening, you're ambulating, you're moving, you're, there's so many stimulus. If your mind can just settle even a little bit, it's a Jedi training. When you come to sit, oh yeah, there's a lot, many fewer stimuli, right? So the mind is more available Oh, to settle. So experiment for yourself. Come sit not having done a formal walk, see how how more easily the minds, how less easily perhaps the mind settles compared to if you do a formal walking. See for yourself. Be a scientist of your own mind. And then I fell in love with walking meditation. I love walking meditation. It's just joyous. It's joyous to move and observe the breath, the body moving, and then um, as the mind settles more and more, one can think of walking meditation. Our um, lens, either having a larger sphere of, of where the light comes in or narrower. So narrower or a- aperture, that's the word I'm looking for, aperture. You can think of narrower aperture and wider aperture when you're doing walking meditation. What do I mean by that? The narrow aperture really focused more on or allowing, tuning in more to the sensations of your feet on the earth, touching the sensations of the legs, perhaps, aperture opening a little more, the breath, tuning into the breath and the legs, the synchronicity, opening the aperture a little more, noticing the whole movement of the body and the breath, aperture open a little more, opening now not just to the body internally, but externally. Sun on your face, the birds, the aperture opened up even more. So you see, you can choose how much to open the aperture when you're walking, either just to the bottom of the feet connected to the earth, or the legs, the whole body, breath, the synchronicity of walking, or everything internally and externally, the birds, the sun, the breeze, the grass, just the 
magnificence of the day. Now, what I suggest is if the mind is really all over the place, maybe for the first day or we're still settling, let the aperture be a little more closed, just internally, just so that it settles, we settle. Because it could be that if we open the aperture, we see a bird and we start to remember the bird yesterday and the day before, and maybe the, there's a bird tomorrow, right? The mind is just ready to latch on to, oh, sun, oh, I love sun, oh, I wish there was sunny every day, I don't like, it. you know, stories can come up. So maybe it's more helpful to, for the aperture to be a little more um, narrow. And then at some point you realize that, oh, yeah, the mind is pretty settled. It's not getting entangled in stories. And oh yeah, and it can attend to the sun and the internally, externally at the same time. And oh yeah, the mind is just enjoying, loving this practice without getting too distracted. So be your own inner wisdom guide. You decide what's appropriate. And maybe you open the aperture. It's like, oh no, it's stable. It's okay. Or no, actually, you know, I'm getting distracted. So you can go back and forth, play around with the aperture. Okay? Now, the formal practice of walking meditation, it's best if you're not going anywhere. You choose a path of maybe 10 steps or so, and you walk back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And... Do we have the hand held? Because I'm going to move back and forth, Diana. I don't know where it is. This might be in here. So actually, let's experiment. Actually, I'm going to demonstrate and then we'll experiment something. So so with the formal walking meditation, you, you'll choose a path. And let's say the aperture is narrow, so you're feeling the bottom of your feet. And taking a step. And your pace could be whatever is appropriate for you. It doesn't have to be super slow. Um, doesn't have to be super fast. But you can experiment. Sometimes... For some, for some of us, if we're walking very fast, it's like, oh yeah, the mind can get a little distracted more quickly. So maybe if slowing down would be helpful. But for some people, slowing too far down is like, whoa, whoa, I'm losing my balance. This is really hard. So we walk at a natural pace. So again, experiment with your pace. Experiment what's appropriate for you. Better to slow it down. Sometimes you have a lot of energy, like excess energy. So it might be helpful to do to let the energy dissipate. So p- play around with what's appropriate when. And and a couple of other things. One is reconnect with your intention at every turn. So, okay, my intention is to be present for the next 10 steps. Feeling the bottom of my feet. Or in fact, you can say lifting, moving, placing, lifting, moving, placing, lifting, moving, placing, to be to be connected, to really co- connect with the sensations of the feet. And then when you get to the end, turning around, reconnecting with the intention, I intend to be present, lifting, moving, placing, Lifting, moving, placing. Oh, breakfast. Breakfast was really nice. I wonder what's going to be there for lunch. Hmm, I don't know. Oh, end of the path. Oh, wow, I lost my mindfulness. Okay, that's all right. I'm going to reconnect with my intention. I. So at the end, whenever you turn around, you have a chance to reconnect with your intention, even if you got distracted in the middle, right? Isn't it fun to have the, have this reminder of the end of the path? And the other thing is also to um, what we call guarding the sense doors. Guarding the sense doors. So, again, at the beginning, when the mind, at the beginning, being today, especially, when the mind has the capacity to get easily distracted, 
it's better to look down, look down on the path, and, and especially when it comes to other retreatants, other yogis, um, and if you haven't sat a retreat, this might seem really unnatural, not to smile and greet someone and look at them in the eye, but what we suggest, what we recommend, what we invite you is to send them metta from your heart. So we know that in this container we're holding each other with kindness, with goodwill, with radical generosity, and the radical generosity includes giving them their own space, not establishing eye contact and smiling, because they might be in a different place. They might be processing something. So sending them metta, but sensing, but guarding the sense doors, especially the eyes, letting people have their own space. So you'll get to know each other's socks very well and sending metta to each other's socks. Okay? So now let's, if, if it's possible for you, if it's okay, let's stand up and just feel the bottom of your feet. Okay. So as you're standing, and whether you've done walking meditation a lot or not, approach this with beginner's mind. Approach it with beginner's mind. So, so standing on the floor with eyes open and closed, either way, feel the bottom of your feet. Feel the bottom of your feet. So many sensations. Wow. The hardness, softness. And then ever so gently, Shift your weight to one leg. Shift your weight to the other leg. Ever so slowly. Feel there's so many muscles working. So much to feel. So much to tune into. The nuances. And the more nuances we tune into, the mind gets more curious and, and settled and quiet. There's so much. And you can also open the aperture a little bit and feel your legs. Lower legs, upper legs. Feel your hips as you shift your weight back and forth. Wow. The entire leg's working so hard. Everything is engaged. So much to feel. And then even you might feel your back muscles, your shoulders even. like The whole body. As you open the aperture some more. Okay, now let's stop. And if there is space where you are, and maybe taking a step in place, try ever so gently doing the lifting, moving, placing, and noticing all the sensations. Lifting slowly if you can, if your balance is okay. Lifting, moving, and placing the step, shifting your weight. Wow. So much to sense. And now take a step backwards. Lifting, moving, placing backwards since we have limited space here. So many sensations. So with curiosity, there's plenty to keep the mind engaged and to enjoy. It's, it's such a delight to be able to move and walk. What, what awesome creation. Robots, robotics have been taking decades and years to be able to have the sense of balance. And, and we learned that in the first year and a half of our lives pretty awesome to be able to walk. And if walking is challenging for you, let there be some other movement. You can do any movement that is supportive to you. Any movement. You can be sitting and moving your arm, noticing the movement, um, or any other movement. So, please notice your movement as you're sitting, as you're moving back to sit down. Notice so many movements, so many muscles. And are there any questions about walking meditation? Any question? Yes. Yeah, excellent question. So the question was, in the metta retreat, um, we do the metta chant when we do the walking meditation. Great. So on this retreat, 
given that it's an inside retreat and we're bringing in the theme of happiness on the path of practice. So on an inside retreat, we recommend uh, not chanting the Metta Sutta, but tuning into, as I was talking about the aperture, the, the sensation. So you're tuning into the sensations. You're tuning into the sensations. And as you open the aperture, the sensations of the feet, legs, your breath, synchronized, right? And then opening the aperture fully. So that's what you're tuning into. And if if you want the linguistic aspects of your mind to be engaged, lifting, moving, placing, if, if it's getting distracted. And tune into the gladness, the joy of walking, of being here. And as you open the aperture, the, the delight of walking in inside and outside. And I haven't told you yet where you can walk, so I'll tell, tell you. So you can walk outside any path. You can choose any 10 steps, 20 steps path outside. There's the walking hall. And uh, please, I think there's a sign already, but walk in the, sh- uh, the, the short distance so that more people can fit in. You can walk on the decks. You can walk... Um, downstairs in the uh, where we started um, our opening circle um, in fact one of my favorite places is to to walk down downstairs with bare feet on the carpet it's so plush it's so lovely to feel the plushness of it such such delight such uplift um, so does that answer your question about what to tune into yeah, and the gladness, there's so much gladness in being able to walk and the sensations and being outside, all of that, or inside, the plushness of the carpet and all of that included. Yeah. Any other questions about walking meditation? And remember, as... Uh, as Diana beautifully said this morning, tuning into the okayness, the okayness, the delight that's present, and also tuning into being okay with not being okay. You may not be okay, and can you be okay with not being okay? It's perfectly fine. Can you tune into that? Okay. May you enjoy your walking practice. Mm. I pass it back to Diana for announcements. So we have a few announcements this morning. For those of you who are new to retreat practice, this is the time in which there would be some announcements about uh, anything you need to know for the day. So uh, um, I'll say a few things. Um, Often I've um, done this in the beginning, on the first night, but uh, forgot to last night. I'll just make a small comment about ringing this bell. For those of you who are ringing this bell, lots of ways you can do this. But you might discover that it's like really loud if you hit it uh, hard. So I often am just kind of doing like this on the inside. and So I just offer that as one way to ring the bell as opposed to something like this. And maybe along with that is... Um, if you're calling some, us to the hall, that, well, where you have the tinkshas, it's so easy to get uh, hypnotized with that ching, 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 with like every step. It feels good if you are the person who's doing that. But for the rest of us, we're like, wow, that's a lot of bells. So it travels pretty far. Don't feel like you have to be doing it with every step. Just maybe every region or something like this. I just offer this. And if you forget, that's okay too. But just uh, an encouragement to think about the bell. Um, another thing that I forgot to mention yesterday is that um, actually Tanya here is our assistant teacher. Some of you might have think might have not might have noticed that she wasn't listed as a, a teacher here. So. Tanya is finishing her training as a drama teacher. She's done a lot of training, a lot of sitting practice. She and I co-teach a number of things. And part of um, 
her training is to sit in on practice discussions with uh, other teachers. I've done this. Nikki has done this. Gail Franzdahl has done this. This is how all of us get trained, is to sit in with others. So she'll be sitting in on some practice discussions. But she also has experience just doing her own practice discussions. So this afternoon, for those of you, particularly maybe if you're new or you're having some particular difficulties, she'll be offering some practice discussions. And we don't have it up on the dining room door yet, but we will like maybe within five, ten minutes at the end of this. And you can just handwrite your name in and meet with uh, Tanya on the Bodhi deck. And I'm very, I'm always disoriented, but it's out there somewhere. (laughs) And if you've walked around, you've seen this sign that says a Bodhi deck or to go towards there. Um, So Tanya also today at 11 o'clock will give a posture clinic Sometimes, uh, if we haven't done a lot of sitting, it can be really helpful to get some hints of like, what's the way to really sit that can provide the most ease, and how to use all these cushions, and which ones are the best for you, or stuff like this. So at 11 a.m., it'll be a walking period. So those of you who don't need uh, posture instructions can go, and Tanya will be here, and she'll be able to offer uh, posture instructions. One other thing that maybe I could have announced last night is that um, if you are the practice leader, the bell ringer for a particular sit, you can, you're, or you're always responsible for that bell, even if a teacher shows up. So I'm thinking I might do some sitting today, so I'll come in here and join you, but I won't be the bell ringer. And I'll probably be sitting on the floor over there or over here. So just if a teacher shows up, just we're, we're just in the role of another yogi, another practitioner, just like you guys, unless we're sitting up here. So maybe uh, this might be the last announcement is that um, there'll be some workers, some contractors that um, arrive today. They'll be working on the cottage. Again, I'm not quite sure where that is. It's probably over there. Um, Chances are you won't see them, but just if you do see some workers, they're working on another place, so not this building. Most likely you won't hear anything, but just to let you know that there'll be some people there today. And Nikki put on her microphone because she thought of something else. Yeah, Yeah, thanks. Yeah, Um, I wanted to add that um, today, especially being the first day with the sign-up interviews, that Tanya is offering. Tanya is lovely, she's wonderful, and yet the sign-ups are not to just sign up and and chat. Um, Really reserved if you're having challenges and problems today, um, sign up. Otherwise, leave them for people who might have problems and and challenges today. So the sense of care in the community. and don't just sign up because they're available or nobody else has signed up, but really have a reason for for signing up. I uh, wanted to, to emphasize that a bit. Yeah. Are you ready for one more announcement? <laughs> it's on the schedule, but tonight at 7.15 is another optional, what we're calling fireside chat. This is also if you're really, uh, if you identify as a beginner or you're feeling like a beginner, it's, we'll have a little bit of informal Q&A tonight. We'll talk about that again at 4 o'clock. But today is a little bit more busy than the other days, but just to help people who are new to retreat practice. And, and sometimes we're arriving with a mind and a body that's used to doing a lot. So we're in between some things. Many of it's optional, optional. And yet more, well, <laughs> actually, we're not going to have a retreat. It's yeah, just all just announcements the whole day. We're just going to go back and forth, improvise announcements. Um, so, so today is a full day of practice, and tomorrow we'll start the um, 
practice discussions. We'll start the practice discussions in the morning, Diana and I. And uh, today is really a settling in day. So really enjoy settling in. No practice discussions. Just enjoy. Yeah. Uplift happiness on the path of practice. Yay. How awesome. Enjoy it. Any other announcements? (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. I was going to say happiness in the path of practice. I saw a little bunny rabbit this morning. It just I couldn't help it. I just my little heart like oh they have these little white tails and hopping around. So bonus points for delight and bunny rabbits. Thank you. <laughs>